Welcome to Adulting with Joyce Spring, the how-tos of your 20s told by 20-something, traversing through life expectantly and with gusto. I got a question for you. Have you ever wanted to create your own podcast or your own show? Probably something like this? Well, if so, you should definitely check out Spring Studios Philippines. They are the first virtual production studio in Asia, and they empower the world of digital creatives by producing, editing, and distributing podcasts throughout the world. Check them out at www.springstudios.co. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of SOS, your shot of sanity here on Adulting with Joy Spring. I'm Erin Atayda. She's Adulting with Joy Spring. That's that's literally the name on her driver's license. That is. It's that a, is my legal a, name. It's a long one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how have you been, Parts? How was your weekend? We haven't seen each other in a while. I know. Um, I have been a little under the weather the past few days, actually. And, you know, in a time of pandemic, you kind of get really, really frustrated and kind of scared anytime you feel like you're sick because you you yes. all of a sudden think like, okay, I got it. I'm sure I got it. Um, but I, apparently, it's just the weather. So it's been raining here in Manila and I've been feeling under the weather. I've been in and out of my bed. And, you know, pair that up with depression, then you've got the perfect combination of I don't want to get out of bed and do anything so (laughs) that is a cocktail that nobody orders that is not the combination nobody says nobody goes i will have the b3 (laughs) ah yes the sickness with depression yes with a side of fries please Mm -hmm. thank you very much i will have that to go nobody Nobody ever says that yeah that's right how about you parts how have you been i don't know i think i've been a little bit loopy Aren't you uh, I, I haven't been knowing loopy? what days. <laughs> I haven't known what day it is in a very. Uh, the only day I know that it is is Saturday. Okay. Um, and the only the only reason I know that it is Saturday because that is the one day of the week that I actually see people. So, uh, me and two of my other friends, we have uh, we go to to one of their houses, and I, I pick up some some supplies from them, and then we sit down and we have a conversation, very well distanced. Very well, you know, masked and stuff like that, and and we we actually have a little bit of a of a get together for maybe about an hour tops, um, but we it's like the only day that I look forward to in the week that I get to see an actual person. Other than that, I have no idea what day it is. Uh, I I don't the shows that I watched. Uh, were the ones that let me know which day it was. I don't know that it's it's Monday anymore because like the last dance isn't showing. I don't know if it's Brooklyn Nine Nine day. It like all of it has stopped. So it's really just oh, it's Saturday. Mm-hmm. I get to pick up some supplies and see some people uh, aside from the people in my house. Uh, so it, it's always been like really. I, I'm getting a little bit loopy, and that's one thing that I noticed um, with the quarantine. Now that it's over like 115 days or something like that. Um, I'm getting weirder. I'm getting weirder as a person In because I don't way? I don't surround myself with other people. Uh, I'm I'm talking to myself a little bit more often. I'm I'm having weirder conversations. <laughs> My dreams are getting really really weird. Yeah. I need to have like uh like a normal person mm-hmm. with me all the time to to keep me grounded on earth and just be like, "Okay, you're normal, Aaron. Like you, it's it's okay." Well, is Aaron, that, that you're normal and it's okay. Thank you. What you're feeling right now is so normal. It's so okay. And I feel like a lot of people are experiencing that. Even me. Like, it's it's just been so weird. And um, I I guess, you know, we've been coping in so many different ways. And for me, I've been kind of Mm. sentimental. So I went into this website and I ordered uh, 500 pieces of photos to be printed from my memories. 
So I have I have 500 photos that I just you know what? uploaded and will be printed and will be delivered to me. Um, and it's been crazy because I've never had any of these photos printed, like my travels from 2014. And so I spent maybe two uh-huh, days. That's why you posted it a while ago. Yeah. That's why you posted some of them a while ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's okay. why I've been posting no, a lot of the travel photos because I've been going through so many of these memories and 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 you know putting them together to have them printed into all these 500 pieces of four R uh, that I that I found online. And so I feel like we're coping in different ways. And whatever way you're coping with right now you know in the beginning of SOS both Aaron and myself were binge watching a lot of shows yes and then after that we went into a physical state where we were like let's just yes. play badminton and yoga and do all of these things and now we're just we're, I think we're in the transition phase again like how are we gonna take yeah. hold of our sanity this time around right Bartz yeah that yeah I, I completely agree with that because we went and I think a lot of people will, will agree, okay? You started out with the binge yes. because there was still so much that you needed to watch. Mm-hmm. And then it was, okay, uh, mind's not feeling right. We'll try and get the body right. So you started working out a little bit more. You started to do a little bit of yoga and, you know, and stuff like that. I have s- f- since stopped doing yoga because I it completely lost it. And then it went into the cooking. Remember, everyone was cooking something <laughs> new. It's like, oh, I'm going to have, you know, ube cheese by the salad. I'm going to mm-hmm. make it myself. And now everyone's like, screw that. I'm just going to buy it. Like, it, it's getting to that. And now we're we're running into the unknown. We don't know where it is going to go next. I am so weirded out to see what is the next coping mechanism we're going to go to. Because for both of us, I just informed you a while ago that the Rona, uh, the, the, the Rona, the COVID-19 is getting so close that one of our friends actually got it. We're not going to name who this person is uh, because, you know, it, it, it it's none of his or her business to be in this. Mm-hmm. But it's just we wanted to talk about what it's like that the, that the disease and the infection is getting this close to, to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hitting home. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like for... For the first few weeks and the first few months of this pandemic, and it's weird to think that now we're literally just easing out of June already. We're going into July, like half of the year is done, and we've spent it just really dealing with this pandemic. For the first few weeks, coronavirus was just an idea, right? It was just yes. an idea. It was just something that was happening outside in the world. Um, and and it, it was never something so personal until we started hearing about stories from friends of friends or from sakakilala ni ganito doon sa ibang lugar or, or you know, um, friends in the hospital or friends from the frontliners who all of a sudden got it. But then for us to actually be in this space right now where Aaron and myself have just found out that one of the people that we know and are close with actually contracted the virus. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to say. The first the first few minutes that you told me about this part, my first reaction was really, I don't know what to say. I feel so shocked and I, I, I felt shell-shocked. And at the same time, I was so confused. And then... All of a sudden, I also felt like, wow, this is actually really real. This is something that's yes. happening near me and could actually happen to me. What was the first reaction that you had, Parts, when you heard this story? Uh, the, the first reaction I got was like this. It was the same feeling as when you found out that Santa Claus wasn't real. 
You know, because I, I always looked at the whole situation in the pandemic. It was kind of like the boogeyman where it was, yeah. okay, don't don't go here because, you know, you might see the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, you, you know, if you do this, the boogeyman will come out and he's going to get you. Like an urban legend. But now, exactly. <laughs> it felt like a myth. And yeah. now it's like, wait a minute. This is real. Yeah. Like, this is right around the corner. This is... And I, for for you, I just told you that there's one person. I have two people that I know that have it now. Yeah. One of them is a frontliner and the other one is just, you know, a, a, a friend that probably got it somewhere along the way. And then with this whole thing that there was a, a bar that was open that had 100 people in it. And I was like, what is happening? Like, and it was all within the same day that I found all of this out, and yeah. I could not understand. Like, this is this is getting way too out of hand right now. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's really crazy. I also heard about that news. Um, the bar that opened, I think they just they opened, yeah. right? Like they had an event. They opened. Um, and my I don't know if it was an event. It was, but there was like a hundred people, hundred and ten people, I think, that were in it, according to the police report. Yeah. So my brother was telling me about this story yesterday. Um, he swung by the house because I was feeling a little under the weather, and he brought me some food. And he was telling me, "Oh, si ganito nahuli daw ng polisa because they were all in in one place and they were having this event uh, for this bar opening." And so I started researching the news and oh looking goodness. at the photos, and it, I was like, "My." goodness i feel like and we were talking about this on the podcast a couple of episodes ago we were saying that it seems as if a lot of people have been more relaxed these days because the coronavirus became such a normal thing that we forgot how serious a pandemic is actually now that we're in it right like it's it's like i guess when you're sick right and for the first few weeks or months or when you have depression for the first few weeks it's a it's a huge deal and then you just learn mm-hmm. to live with it and so you kind of relax and you're not as vigilant anymore and we felt like everyone's transitioning into that relaxed not so vigilant state anymore but then things like these happen where you find out that somebody close to you or somebody you know have actually been arrested because of not social distancing or have actually been uh, tested positive for coronavirus. It's really such a, a crazy thing to go through. I know. And, it, and when you think about it, it's like two very conflicting ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like when, when, we, when you found out that one of our friends got it uh, and contracted the disease your initial reaction was shell-shocked and and you were like how could this happen and yet that is also the same reaction you had when you found out that there were a hundred people in one area you were shell-shocked and thinking how could you let that happen exactly yeah exactly so uh, we are both at one at, at, at some point in our brain we're thinking that it is a myth and we are thinking we are safe mm. and yet at the second time we are also thinking this is so freaking real we cannot be too careful yeah is i don't know how we're supposed to balance this out now i think that's why everyone feels so conflicted in these past few months right we're living in the midst of a pandemic 
And yet our society expects for us to function in such a way that we still know how to carry ourselves in a society, which means you have to be able to follow the rules and social distance. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to deliver and still pay your bills and go to work and have normal relationships and adapt to all of these things. And still you have this conflicting feeling of, but it's, Right, it's it's just an idea, right? Coronavirus yeah, is just an exactly. idea, right? Why is the world so crazy right now? And it's just those two weird feelings at the same time that's been tearing us in so many different directions, and that's why we feel so exhausted. And um, I was actually in a meeting with a client who's based in New York uh, just this morning. And I'm supposed to give a talk for their employees, and it was about productivity while staying from home. And I really appreciated this client because he was saying that their company doesn't want to put together this webinar to put even more pressure on their employees. They want to give this webinar to their employees so that they will feel like their company is there for them to address what they're going through. And he was saying that even though we've done everything that we could from our end, it still feels we still get messages from our employees that they feel hopeless that they feel like they're incredibly tired and exhausted that they feel like they have no motivation to go to work and we don't even want to address their productivity just yet we want to address how they're feeling and how they're doing before we even go back to business and so there are companies who are like that that really put the first priority into the into the well-being of their people but then there are also other parts of society that expects that expect us to just you know live life as as we yes. ought to without like, yeah like it like nothing's happened mm-hmm. right yeah exactly uh i like that because uh i like that idea where it's not showing your employees that you have power it's giving your employees empower it yeah. empowerment you yeah. know you're trying to empower them instead of showing them that you have power uh you're not trying to say no you guys need to get to work because if not we're gonna blah blah blah, blah. it's no you need to empower them to want to work mm-hmm. want you need to empower them to show them that you can do it from home i have friends who are going to the office right now and it scares me so much when uh, I hear them say that you know they are so afraid to to sit near uh, their office mates because they don't know where their office mates have been, yeah. and and yet at the same time they have to. Again, it's those contrasting ideas of th- looking at it as a as the boogeyman and looking at it as well on the other side as you know this is absolutely real. It's pulling us in so many different directions. You are so correct when you are describing it that way that we are being ripped apart and our ourselves the 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 truest form of you is being ripped into so many different directions because we need to be ourselves and yet at the same time we need to protect ourselves. I feel that so much when I talk to my friends who are out there in the world going to the office and commuting to work it's such a difficult task for them with what with an, a, a brand new announcement from uh, from the president later tonight we don't know yet what the idea is going to be but if we do go into an mgcq where it is a lot more lax do you think that we should follow that or no. should we go 
personally think, okay, it's still like ECQ or MECQ or whatever or GCQ or whatever it's going to be called. Yeah, I'm I'm going to follow my own discretion and still err on the side of safety. I think that's going to be my personal decision. And, you know, this morning I have, we have close friends, uh, my husband and I, we have really close friends who are based in a different city here in the Philippines. And they're, they're also a married couple and the they live in a compound and the uncle of the wife was actually just recently died from covid right so this was the news last week and then today we just got the news that our friend the husband has actually been rushed to the er because he had problems breathing and and so you know and they're young, like they're around our age. They're 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 very oh young. They goodness. have two little kids or three little kids, and and I was just thinking to myself, you know, you can never be too safe in this in this time of pandemic. You can really Definitely. never be too safe. It's it's as if we're living in a dystopian world, and I am going to make that decision, and gonna I'm gonna take that upon my family to really err on the safe side by not going out by not going to social groups uh we don't really go out these days unless we really have to even though they allow eating outside already and doing all of these other extracurricular activities we try to stay on the safe side and stay at home because you know unless we have we have the the medicine for this already or we get tests already i don't think we should risk it for me personally that's that's what i'm gonna do and since i can do my work from home and i'm privileged enough to do that i am go gonna go on ahead and keep doing that how about you parts you're single you know you're 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 not a yeah. you're very young still you're not um yeah vulnerable you're not immunocompromised what's gonna be your take on this if the president does announce that you know, Manila's going to be a bit more lax when it comes to social distancing and the quarantine. What are you going to do? I think at the start of this quarantine, it was very difficult for the introverts. But I think that we have gotten to the point now where the introverts are the ones that are going to be privileged the most. We were the ones that were so used to staying at home you know, not being in social groups, or if we do, it's not a big social group. I think that this is the time that you're going to be seeing when it's lax. A lot of the people that are extroverted are going to try and see if they can go dine in and, you know, and go to these different places. A lot of introverts are going to be like, if it's not work, if it's not going to the grocery or anything like that, I'm going to stay home. And I think that that's where I'm going to lie. Uh, And I tweeted this so early in the in the in the quarantine where i said i'm not gonna lie when things start to open up i'm still not going to be going out because the introvert in me is going to hold true and that is exactly what i feel right now i see people i saw stories from people that were at that bar like i saw them posting that they were at that bar really yes and and it was funny because i was looking at it and i was and it was a saturday and it was, I was in the backyard, you know, picking up the stuff with my friends and my friend saw it and we, we were like, how could you do this? We were freaking out that there were three people there. <laughs> like we could, we could not understand how there was more than three, maybe five people with complete social distancing and masks and everything like that. We were already anxious with it. Mm. 
to see 100 people, it, it freaked me out. So I think I, I'm, I, my anxiety will not allow me to do anything like that. I get anxious going to the grocery. I had to go to the grocery a couple of days ago, and I wanted, to get, I wanted to get some fries. I wanted to get some potato corner, send the check because I missed potato corner. But there was a line in front of it of two people. And I was like, that's already two people too much. I can't do it. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I can't sit there. I can't stand there and, and wait for, for, for my potato corner. I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. So I left and, and that was it. I, I, I swear if you were an introvert before this, you're in luck because I, I don't see in those 110 people, any introverts being there in that bar. Yeah. Do you, I, I don't think any introvert was going to be there. Yeah. No. Yeah. That I I don't think so either, and my my brother actually was was telling me I feel he said that he feels like some people think they're above the law and and that's what makes it dangerous they're above the law and they're above this virus. That's it right there. Like I I I really think that it's really that mm-hmm. that they think that it's I'm I'm not gonna get it. Yeah. They're like immutable. I, I think that's what people... Yeah. You're arrogant enough to think that you're immutable, that it's never going to happen to me. I'm not going to have this virus on me. I'm not going to infect anybody. I'm fine. Like, nobody in my circle has died. Like, but the, the sentence should be, nobody in my circle has died yet. Yet. It could exactly. happen. We are in the middle of a pandemic. That's what happens during a pandemic. And so I feel like it's it's really that. But, you know, I was I was thinking to myself, benefit of the doubt. Maybe naman they thought that it was okay. Because if the owners or the people at the top said that it was okay to have this event, maybe they thought, right? Like, And then they, they got there and they were like, wait, these are too many people. Like, I thought pwede 50 people lang. Diba parang ganun yung yeah, maximum 50 ganun. people? Mm-hmm. And I have no idea because I don't See, even I think don't know about either. It. I really don't right? know. And um and so yeah. and, and the weird thing is for me personally, I had to turn down I've been getting a lot of offers for TV events uh, and TV shows that, that require me to go into the studio and actually shoot and do all of these things. And I had to say to a, I had to say no to a couple of events already. And I told them that I'm sorry, I'm going to have to decline because I want to put my safety and my health first before my work. And since I have the privilege of doing work from home, I don't want to be too greedy and want to still get the TV work and the events work when I can do this, just this for now, right? But it really depends on your priority. Um, But I do understand that some people feel anxious already. Like for us, I say we feel safer and we feel okay at home. But then you have to understand yes. that there are some people who feel anxious when they're at home, who want to go out. So I kind of understand also where they're coming from, but I really do feel that it's not safe enough. So what what this is really is a reality check. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. And I mean, I will be completely honest. I was, I we had a we had an episode about it the other day, like last week, where it was we were feeling the fatigue and we were like, this can't. I mean, this it can't come to us. I mean, we we felt entitled enough and privileged enough to think. Di ko naman araw araw. Wala. Ano naman yung chances? 
you know, there's still a chance. And when it hits so home on, you know, very multiple angles within one day, when I found out, I mean, I was just like, wait a minute. Okay, I gotta, I really gotta relax a bit here and, and stay at home and make sure that nothing, nothing, nothing is gonna be coming my way. Mm-hmm. Man, it's, it's so, it's so weird the way i'm feeling right now yeah we're, we're we're living in a dystopian world more than anything i think that's where we are right explain now. what a dystopian world is for people that might have to pause the show and google it <laughs> so a dystopian world is a world like where, where where it seems like everything is falling apart you know how uh, yes. we talked about this on the podcast a dystopian fiction is like a world of ready player one or yes um Blade Runner, right? So that kind of yes. world, that's the kind of world that we're living in. It's it's unreal. It really is unreal. And I think part of, of the exhaustion comes from the fact that we keep trying to live our lives the way that the world was instead of trying to adjust it to the, wor- to the way that the world is and will yes, be. Yes, I agree. So if you're listening to the show right now, I know it's sometimes frustrating to hear news of other people not observing social distancing and not following the rules. And as much as it is your right to get angry and get frustrated, I hope you don't let it eat you alive because benefit of the doubt, these people also feel anxious just staying at home and they do want to go out to feel less less anxious or even to look for a living, right? They need to work and so that's why they're out. But if you are listening to the show and you have the option to stay at home, as much as you can, stay at home and stay vigilant. Until this pandemic is over, until there are advances in science that could actually prove they've found medicine for it or even a vaccine or even like a way for us to stay safe while we're out and socializing with other people, stay vigilant and stay super careful. You never know if it comes to you or if it comes to your family and mas mabuti ng safe tayo kesa you regret it in the future. Yes, uh, I think uh, it, 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 it's, it's so, man, I, I know it's so easy to just say, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go out for a bit, you know, and, and I'm going to be okay. But you don't know that. And I honestly used to think the same thing. I used to think, you know, I'm just going to go out for a bit. I'm going to be okay. And, and, and I'm going to be, a, you know, I'm going to come home and I'm going to be completely healthy. But now that it's hitting closer and cl- it's like it's like the walls are starting to close in and it's getting like the the virus is getting closer to to me. I don't want to say for everyone because uh, I mean not everyone might be going through the same thing that I am, but for me, it feels like it's getting nearer and nearer to me. Mm. I know I need to be more vigilant. I know I need to to know that I have my anxiety that I'm staying at home and the whole thing is here. But I am safer with my anxiety than going out trying to release it. Mm. So I'd rather live with the anxiety than die with a virus. As grim as that may sound. But that's true. 
You gotta choose your battles is what Aaron Natalia is saying. Choose your battles and drink your medicine and drink your vitamins rather and make sure that you're staying safe at home. If you can, please always watch out for your friends. Remind them to stay safe and to do all that's necessary to err on the safe side. Please pray for this yes. pandemic to eventually be over because it's it's just been too much for everyone, honestly. Um, and if you are ever, ever lucky enough to receive receive lasagna from Joy Spring, you make sure that you are so grateful for it because <laughs> I was so happy <laughs> when Joy Spring sent me lasagna this week. I was oh my god, it was the best. It was your monthly ayuda parts. I was so happy. <laughs> it was so cheesy. Thank you to Spaghetti Ni Mama. It was fantastic. The lasagna. Send the lasagna. Send the lasagna. It was <laughs> great. So I guess that'll wrap up this episode. I guess it, it was just a nice reality check to all of you guys out there that, you know, I, we understand that it is, it, it's easy to just take your foot off the, off the brakes and just start moving ahead and thinking that life is completely normal now. Because everyone else seems to do the same. But we need to stay vigilant because we don't know what's right around the corner. Stay safe, stay sane, and stay productive, you guys. Just stay safe and stay at home when you can. And just keep us in the background. We'll keep you entertained. We'll keep making these shots of sanity for you guys. In the meantime, we'll see you guys again tomorrow for another episode of the podcast. Peace. Alam. That's it for this episode of Adulting with Joy Spring. If you liked this podcast, please don't forget to use the hashtag Adulting with Joy Spring and also check out www.joyspring.com for the show notes and tag me on social media with you know it at Joy Spring. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Paalam!